You're listening to Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. I'm Josh Barker, and this is The Policy Corner. Back in December, Congress passed the ever-controversial Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2023, also known as the Omnibus Bill. The bill is supposed to be in lieu of a budget, but that didn't stop Congress from putting everything in there. That includes stuff that has nothing to do with appropriating money, banning TikTok from government devices, and passing the Electoral Count Act are some of those policies. Today we're going to take a closer look at the changes to retirement programs made by the Omnibus Bill. The federal government first got involved in individual retirement planning in 1935 with the passage of the Social Security Act, which, after amendment in 1950, basically covered every adult U.S. citizen. With Social Security, more and more Americans began retiring and at earlier ages. In 1850, nearly 77% of men over 65 were still working. That number hovered around 60% for much of the early 20th century, but then began to fall much more rapidly after the passage of the Social Security Act. It fell to 47% in 1950 and only 17% in 2000. More older Americans began to retire, but many found that Social Security simply wasn't enough to support them during retirement. Thus, in 1974, the traditional IRA was born, a savings account with tax benefits. Contributions to the account were deductible from the income tax, and the savings could be used for retirement. In 1997, Delaware Senator William Roth spearheaded the effort to expand IRA options codifying what's popularly called the Roth IRA, where individuals cannot deduct their IRA contributions from the income tax, but they pay no income or capital gains taxes upon withdrawal. Today, a large majority of Americans still lack enough savings to retire at age 65 or even 70 and maintain their standard of living. While many in Congress are concerned that the government hasn't done enough to encourage financial stewardship among everyday Americans in preparing for retirement. So, the Omnibus Bill has some provisions that seek to do just that. A big one requires automatic 401k enrollment. That is, if an employer offers a 401k plan, they must automatically enroll employees at contributing at least 3%, though the employee could, of course, opt out. It gives small employers with under 50 employees who don't already have retirement plans a tax credit that would cover up to $5,000 of the new cost for three years. Employers to 50 to 100 employees could get a smaller credit for starting a 401k account for their employees. It gives self-employed individuals with their own 401ks until they file taxes the following year to fund their 401k account. Another change, 529 accounts are tax-privileged savings accounts for parents saving for their children's college. This bill allows any excess money in that account to roll over tax-free from a 529 account to a Roth IRA, so long as the account is at least 15 years old. Annuities are plans that individuals can buy, you pay a large amount of money up front, and then get regular payments, monthly, quarterly, or annually, sometime in the future, usually for the remainder of your life. The bill allows individuals over 70 to withdraw up to $50,000 to fund a charitable gift annuity. That is, you give money to a charitable organization or other nonprofit, such as Hillsdale College, and they promise to give you a regular amount of money in return during your life, and the rest of your donation goes to the college or other organization after your passing. It's not just charitable annuities that saw more flexibility in funding. Qualified Longevity Annual Contracts, or QLACs, are ordinary annuities. Under the new rules, you can use up to $200,000 from a 401k or IRA to buy the annuity. Don't have a lot of retirement savings? You don't have to take those mandatory distributions from your retirement accounts so soon. Now, the age for minimum distributions is 72 instead of 70 and a half. Those 50 and older will also have higher limits, giving them more opportunities to catch up their retirement savings. 
One other feature, employees can withdraw up to $1,000 for emergency expenses without facing tax penalties from their retirement accounts. Representative Hoyer from Maryland, then the House Majority Leader, argued that the retirement changes were an important reason to vote for the omnibus bill. And enhancing retirement savings. That, Mr. Speaker, is not garbage. That is critical action that this House has a responsibility and a duty to our country and to our constituents. It must and should and will be done today. Well, the bill is now law, so you can take advantage of these provisions. Make sure you don't forget to think about your own retirement planning. This has been the Policy Corner on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM.